now I'm going to hand you over to Nigel and we're heading to Bristol to quiz the book doctors. Thanks, Cathy. Each show we ask a couple of bookshops for their recommendations for readers keen to get new ideas. This time we're very lucky because we have not one but two Bristol Indies. And six months ago, there weren't any indies in Bristol. What a turnaround. So let me introduce you to Jess Paul from Max Minerva's and Emily Ross from Storysmith. Hello both. Hi. Hello. So before we kick off with our readers, um, congratulations. Jess, uh, Max Minerva's pipped Storysmith by a couple of weeks, I think. How did it come about? Only a couple of weeks. Um, it was great. It was uh, it used to be a bookshop um, on the same premises. And when it closed, I think the whole community felt a huge loss. Um, so when we took it over, we've been kind of just welcomed with open arms, which has been fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic. So uh, for those who don't know Bristol, maybe they're going there. We can sort of direct them in your both your directions. Who's north? Who's south? Where is Max Minerva's in relation to Max that? Max Minerva's is north on Northview. Right. <laughs> and, and Emily, you're south in North Street. Yes. So we're, we're the Battle of the North. <laughs> okay, so you're not going to have to fight each other. You know, you, you, you've got enough Bristolians to go around. Exactly. Yeah. All right. And, and Emily, I popped into Storysmith just before Christmas. It's, yeah. a, it's a lovely shop. Um, and uh, the locals, the community down your way, have they been welcoming you with open arms? Yeah, they really have. We've uh, we've been really delighted by the reception. We've had a very warm welcome. And, yeah, I think lots of people saying that it's what North Street needed. So we're very pleased. Oh, well, that's fantastic. And generally, I mean, Indies... Uh, uh, the figures from the Booksellers Association, you know, there were something like 80 odd new shops opening and indie bookshops generally are doing well. So this is a fantastic thing. It's a good news story at the start of 2019. Yeah, it's really positive. So shall we, um, shall we talk about our readers and what we can do for them? So the first one, and this is perfectly apposite, is James, who lives in Bristol. Uh, he's a media production teacher working with 16, 18 year olds. And he wasn't even aware that there were any independents in Bristol now. He goes to Foils, he likes the folk at Foils, but now he's got some Indies to go and visit too. The last book he read was A Boy Made of Blocks by Keith Stewart, which uh, focuses on autism. But the sort of thing he's looking for is something that comments on current situations within the world. And he wants to get lost in a book that really grips him. So Jess, do you want to go first on that one with an idea? Sure. So I had a couple of options, but I really thought that uh, Tara Westover's autobiography, Educated, um, was something he might really enjoy, all about overcoming uh, an adversity. And it's a very unique adversity. It's not something you really hear about, you know, sort of a life in a doomsday cult, not having a birth certificate, not having any record um, of existence, and then overcoming all that to, you know, become who she is and see what a person can really achieve. I thought that was a fantastic book. It is Barack Obama's, one of his top books of 2018. Oh, well, so if, I think, if it's good uh, enough for Yeah. <laughs> yes. And funny enough, there was one I thought of, which was the James O'Brien book, the LBC host, How to Be Right in a World Gone Wrong, which I don't know if, if you've oh, read yeah. that, but um, that is it's sort of dealing with the nonsenses that are going on at the moment. So, well, we've got very different things for him there. So hopefully one of those uh, will work. I hope you're listening, James. So, you know, we can actually <laughs> go out and buy these books, uh, one from the north and one from the south. <laughs> and then you can get the third from foils if you want. Now, the next two are a husband and wife. So this is Helen and Michael, and they're from uh, Wokingham in Berkshire, I think that is. Helen's semi-retired PR woman, and Michael is retired as well. Both, I mean, I think quite heavy readers. Helen, uh, like many folk, has just finished uh, Michelle Obama's Becoming, and Michael wasn't one I knew, Haphazard by Starlight. 
a very good mixture of poetry and reflections on Advent, he says. Now, they're both into historical fiction. Robert Harris' particular favourite are Michael's, but also anything around ethics and philosophy they were talking about, but also poetry. So, historical fiction, maybe? Jess, what, what did you think about for, for Michael and Helen? Well, funnily enough, uh, historical fiction is the route I went down for Helen. Um, I chose a book that is about to be published. It's called Blood and Sugar by Laura Shepard Robinson. Uh, it's her first novel, and she's already had uh, you know, fantastic reviews from C.J. Sansom. So considering that's something that um, I think both of them enjoy, I thought this might be a good one. Not only that, she's also Bristol born and raised. So oh, well. I thought that'd be, uh, <laughs> it's that Bristol <laughs> mafia again, isn't it? Oh, yes. Uh, well, funnily enough, an earlier part of the show, Tom Tivnan, bookseller, was recommending that very selfsame book. And she is going out. Uh, I don't know whether it's talks or book signings, but I remember seeing that she's out on the road. So that's a she great choice. Indeed, yeah. 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 What did you think about for Michael? For Michael, I chose Boy on the Water, one of the William Hill Sports Books of the Year for last year, about Tom Gregory, who at 11 years old became the youngest person to swim the English Channel. I thought Michael may like his sports books. I know that he liked The Test by Nathan Lennon. Yeah. Yeah, so it was either that or Arlette Swanson and The Soul of English Cricket, which I think would have been would be right down his alley. I'm sure he'd love that Arlette book, yeah, definitely. And and Emily, Michael and Helen, what, what were you thinking about for them? So I've gone for some non-fiction. So for Helen, I've gone for Gina Miller's Rise, um, which is an account of how she single-handedly challenged the government about their authority to invoke Article 50. Um, and it's also an account of the sort of suffering and abuse that she that she went through as a result of, of this. And it's also a memoir about motherhood. Um, she's got a child with learning difficulties. So it's just a really honest account. And I think that ties in well with I think she enjoyed Michelle Obama's. She did. Coming, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, and enjoyed the sort of honesty and feminist angles there. So I've gone for something on that on that spectrum. And Michael, what, what were you thinking of with Michael? And for Michael, I've gone for uh, Erebus from Michael Palin. Um, oh, that's which a is great idea. Great choice. Yeah. Yeah, the story of the ship that embarked on a polar exploration and disappeared in the Arctic. So yeah, it's got recounts of the experiences of the, the men on board from all the research that Michael Palin has done and the rescue mission and quite gruesome suffering that they went through. So um, yeah, I think he would enjoy that. I'm sure you're right. And I think actually, if Michael's fairly recently retired, almost in the kind of the generation before him, sort of my father's and, and uncle, is exactly the sort of book that I would get for them. And Michael Palin yeah. is such a, apart from being such a lovely bloke, you know, he's such a reliable author it's it's one of those ones like certain actors in films you think oh well if it's a yeah, so-and-so safe pair of hands, um, safe pair of hands <laughs> yeah um, so let's head up slightly further north up to Hertfordshire and Danielle who's a marketing consultant I'm not exactly sure where she lives but unfortunately she hasn't got an indie so she'll have to make a trip down to Bristol she's just finished the tattooist of Auschwitz and possibly in reaction to that she's looking for something light-hearted uh, fast-paced not too heavy so what are we going to give Danielle? So I thought that for Danielle, Lisa Evans's new book, Old Baggage, 
would be great. It's kind of in the same vein as Dear Mrs. Bird. It's very lighthearted, wry, very witty. And this is all about a woman who is now in her 50s and she used to be a suffragette. You know, she used to go to prison um, for, her, for her values and now she kind of feels like she's past it. But she's not ready to be past it yet. <laughs> and she's ready for some adventures. So I think that's a very lighthearted and a, a, a good, happy read with a beautiful message. Well, those are great choices. So I really hope that our readers from where are we, from Hertfordshire to Berkshire to Bristol, um, I hope they've, they've got something out of that. And the rest of our listeners, you know, we hope James comes into the, the shops, um, both of them. He's not allowed to just go to one of them like <laughs> I did before Christmas. That would be terrible. That's been great. Thank you so much, both of you, for your time uh, and your expertise and your enthusiasm. So anyone who's going to Bristol or now should go to Bristol, you know, do pop in and, and wherever you are. Uh, I'm afraid I've ripped this phrase off from somebody or other. Buying books on the high street isn't the only way, but it's the best way. Jess from Max Minerva, Emily from Story Smith, thank you so much and, and see you next time I'm down in Bristol. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Bye.